This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Fright School. Are you ready? Class is in session. Ah, welcome back to Fright School. Hello, Joe. Hi, Joshua. How are you doing? I'm good. I was sick last week. You were sick. But I'm feeling much better. I'm feeling better. That's good. It's a good way to start right off the bat. Yeah. I was sick, I was but sick. I am no longer sick. We've we've talked about on the show before about like those people who like post that they're sick, and I totally did that last week. Yeah, and you got five hundred people commenting, telling I was you what like, to do. I was like, you know, <laughs> it was it was like that. I, I was I was just hoping for people to say feel better, but then I did get a couple like drink lots of fluids and i was like rest it's like i've survived drink orange juice stand on your head and rub um (laughs) essential lavender oil into your butt (laughs) i could i mean that 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 sounds great it's whatever i I know where you keep your oil so you know if you just random 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 you know but yes i wanted sympathy i really did i really also wanted someone to offer to bring me soup and one of my friends did offer but i was like you know what i'm fine Oh, you just wanted to be offered. You I just, just wanted, wanted to, to be see offered. If people loved you. See? Exactly. Ah, <laughs> uh, this is wonderful. I mean, you're tie- you're tying right into today's. Movie. I know. I'm insecure, Joshua. You know, the, the use of so- social media. The social media news. Do you want to introduce our guest? I would love to introduce <laughs> our guest. Uh, you may know her from such hits as the Academy Award winning. No, I'm not kidding. <laughs> but you know, not she's, yet. Not yet. Not yet. Uh, you may know her from such uh, podcasts as Fright School, right? <laughs> <laughs> Where we, we talked about American Mary and um, Suspiria. Suspiria. It's Ashley, y'all. Hi, guys. It's so Welcome hard back. to not crack up <laughs> in the beginning of that. It was like you I'm were dying, and that's as funny right as we're now. gonna be. And that's as funny as we're gonna be the entire episode. That's right? All I get. Yeah, <laughs> I got it all out because I couldn't audibly laugh the whole yeah. time. So no more funny. So fun, fun fact. <clears throat> I was like, a, it was a brief change to our recording uh, schedule today because Joshua and I watched the film today. Uh, watched the film yesterday, and then we were gonna record today. And then Ashley and I were gonna meet up about something else. 
And then I was, th- then as I'm talking to Ashley, I'm like, you know what? Maybe we should have a woman. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Maybe I'm always have happy to have Ashley over to talk. <laughs> because, yeah, we're going to talk about uh, New Year. What is it? New, new Year, New You. Yeah, I'm all, from... Okay, what is that? He's like, girl, <laughs> it's on Hulu. You need to watch it. Yeah, yes. it's a part of Hulu's uh, Into the Dark series that uh, Blumhouse is producing. Yes. Yeah, Shout out Blum. to Blumhouse. Yes, Blumhouse is awesome. Yeah. We, we love you. Come we, on the show. <laughs> we do. We do. All of Bum. All of Blumhouse. All of Blumhouse. Just everybody there. Just the people from Queer Wolf. In we'll just the studio. Get everybody yes. right here. Yeah. Exactly. That. Uh, just Michael, yeah. Mark, so Nay, Brennan. Please come up. See, I think there is. You can you definitely know? fit at least. We're using the space bodies. better. People can yeah. sit on the floor. Like, yeah, they can. They can hold a mic. Someone like can you sit are. on my lap. Somebody it's could fine. just be outside the window, like yeah, you know. exactly. I could totally mic out there. We could fill the whole backyard with people. Oh, there you go. We'll do like a fright. You come up and talk edition. in the mic now. Your yeah. turn. <laughs> like uh, C-SPAN, it's just like right, people coming up. Exactly. And... That's that's exactly what I think we should model the future of fright school after C-SPAN. Yeah, <laughs> just sit here all day long as people roam in and out to discuss. Horror. And then unless it's, it's like, like unless it's like life changing, that's the only time people will watch. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, woo. Went dark. <laughs> Went really dark. Took a turn. New uh, year, well. new you. <laughs> new year, new me. Yeah. <laughs> new year, same old disasters. Same old bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but not for Fright School. We, we've been doing lots of new stuff. Joe, we're on Pinecast now. Yes, right? we are now a Pinecast podcast. Ooh. Right. We have migrate. I, I, at this, at the lovely suggestion and you know a shout out to our good friend matt kelly from horror movie night um talking about uh you know ways we can improve uh always looking to improve and you know we decided to migrate all of our content to pine cast which is great from mm-hmm. a from a like boring production standpoint <laughs> um Just yeah he's showing it to me yesterday like analytics and stuff i didn't know how many subscribers we had because we didn't we weren't really tracking it so i was kind of surprised now i feel a little more pressure Ooh, you're so popular. <laughs> it's not just me no, it's not just you and johnny and yeah. the people that we've had on the right. show it's we uh, we thought we had fives of listeners yes and now we have tens of listeners, tens of listeners. yay uh, no, hi, but hi but that's very yes. cool. I I love that people are listening. So thank you, dear listener, for for continuing to support the the show and and uh, listen to us jabber. <laughs> yes, we appreciate you. Yeah, so much. no, I'm totally honored. Like it's so cool that people are people are listening. I I was mm-hmm. like, yay! And only half of you are Russian bots, <laughs> right? So oh. exactly, or are we? Or right. are well, maybe I don't know. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so we're now at Pinecast, and so we actually have. Um, you know, uh, obviously, we use our Instagram a lot for like all of the extra content from us. So that's a way for all of you to engage with us. Um, maybe you won't want to do that after we talk about New Year, New You. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna um, take an Instagram well, hiatus. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's like I just need to like have this like you know social media purge. Um, but let's talk about our socials. <laughs> so we have our right. Instagram and our Facebook. Uh, we also now have a. Um, we have our RSS feed up on uh, a website through Pinecast. So if you just wanted to like look at a website that had all of the different episodes, you can. We're also now on Spotify. Yes, very exciting. Which we weren't before. Spotify. So we're on Spotify. We are obviously been on Apple Podcasts. Um, and we are looking into... Uh, I, I just need to do a few more things and then we'll be on Google Play. So then we'll be everywhere. So... Yeah, y'all. <laughs> I'm, I'm Instagramming right now. Yes. 
<laughs> oh, he's it's so good yeah oh god it's just so bad because like after what we're about to talk about <laughs> you're gonna go over it point. i mean if you don't have a camera in your hand and in somebody's face in every interaction are you living you know are you, are you a person are you know. are you being mm. you know <laughs> Well, but we'll get to that. We'll get to I that. It's going to get really heavy today. I can't wait. I can't Existential. wait. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we have like a Fright School mm-hmm. uh, Instagram. We Obviously, Instagram. we're on Facebook. We're on Facebook. <laughs> we do have a Twitter, but like we don't really use it. I know. I need to be better. That's kind of that's my failing. Because I'm trying to figure out how like I want to post like to one or two of them and then it share to everything. But mm. we had a I'm Tumblr, learning. but yeah, I don't know. Tumblr. I don't fuck know the Tumblr. state of Tumblr. Yeah, fuck right, Tumblr. You're not supportive my porn yeah come on <laughs> right. tumblr you know i had to i created a this is oh my god i'm revealing something uh, this is a reveal you guys oh, oh. i'm here for it um i i create i have two twitters i have the twitter under my name with my picture mm-hmm. and then i have a secret twitter that i use to follow uh, gay sex workers oh all right and it's a lot of fun i don't think you're <laughs> alone in that i think I'm pretty you sure know. you're not the only person who's done <laughs> but like it doesn't have it has nothing Welcome other than like table. It has nothing other than just like a handle, but no pictures or anything about me. And right. I just look at it and I'm like, uh. Do you ever retweet? I, I retweet sometimes, but only because if it's to like, you know. To remember it for later. To remember for later, <laughs> or, you know. It's like a, a, a an actual like spank bank, you know. Mm. You, exactly. can, you can just save things. I'm just, yeah, dep- I'm just you Tumblr don't have to keep it in your mind. Exactly. <laughs> crap. They took it away from us. <laughs> Damn it. No, you, you can still go garbage. on Tumblr to find your porn, but it's like through Twitter. Like it links to Twitter. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. When I was working, uh, you know, for the adult entertainment production company, I had several Twitter and Tumblr accounts for different like things. So, mm. yeah. And some of my, like my personal page, I think actually probably is still linked to the people, the actors uh, that I, um, liked personally <laughs> uh, yes. so i did follow them anyways because i i just like them as you know as yeah. a person and they kind of they do both so i sometimes i get their porn but i didn't i was so immune to that mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. what's so funny is that like the people it's so weird because it's like you follow i'm following like actual like established like porn actor model people who like you know have been on different studios have this like have a wide breadth of repertoire and it's so funny because like they they often tweet about things that are really super interesting like Mm -hmm. a lot of like a lot of stuff about gender and body politics and everything everything related to like you know how do you be a woke sex worker type Mm -hmm. thing and then the and then you follow people who are like like on the amateur side of it who is like you know they're just they have a day job Mm -hmm. they but they like you know like posting pictures of them you know doing stuff to their butts and right (laughs) it's always so fun for me because it's like wow i bet what people i bet people think it's reversed i bet people who like who don't interact with um with you know sex workers and you know Mm -hmm. porn models and all that stuff think that like all the all the actual porn models are doing is like you know pouring themselves out on insta but not having any thought about it Mm -hmm. and then the other part you know like it's just so it's interesting to see kind of like people who 
um, who are in the in the quote unquote industry. It's just like they're just also really freaking interesting people. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and they're people. They're just oh, as yeah. multifaceted yeah. as anybody else, you mm-hmm. know, with interests and, and, you know, and I, I think that like, what is it? The Stormy Daniels, like her Twitter account is hysterical. Yeah. <laughs> like she just doesn't have time for any bullshit. She's pretty, I mean, she's quick, mm-hmm. you know, really quick, really sharp wit, you know. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. I, I think that people just, you know. We all, it's just easy to box people in and yeah, like yeah, sex yeah. worker, then, you know, obviously mm-hmm. all of these things must have happened to you and you must only be this kind of person. Exactly. Yeah. But I think know. it kind of goes back to just like how they want to market themselves yeah. as, you know, some of them are like, no, this is my full-time job. So totally. that's, you know, mm-hmm. strictly my content is going to be my body or whatever it is. Yeah. And then there's other ones that are like, no, it's not the only thing that I bring to the table. So I'm not going to, you know, limit myself to only posting that type of content on yeah networks you know that makes sense joe you're like <laughs> you're like <laughs> into the microphone it oh, sounds so like <laughs> while you stream through your phone it's like are you looking at your twitter account right <laughs> now <laughs> this just turned into i'm sorry i'm like i'm making episode pop. notes in my in oh, my phone good i promise i'm like making episode notes yeah. in my phone <laughs> It's just because your whole Joe has decided to hold his mic today, and so it's like right up against your like. I'm like, wow, Joe's getting into it. Um, I'm looking at my Twitter right now. Staying on trend. I do uh, encourage people to look up though, because because we're talking about this. um, I have this cool um, zine, a brief introduction to Fosta Sesta, which is all about like this bill. uh, what is it? HR 1865. That is all about uh, trying to, you know, get sex workers off of the internet and like, you know, destroying like the back page, you know, mm-hmm. ideals, but it actually looks at like what it actually does. Like for instance, you know, pulling, like it's safer if people are online mm-hmm. or like in Nevada where prostitution is legal, it's way safer. Cause there's, yeah. you know, there's a, um, a structure mm-hmm. to operate within, you know? So now this is, yeah, this is forcing people back out and into the streets and yeah. it's actually far more harmful. Um, plus it's policing any sex language. Like, I mean, you, you can't talk, you have to be so careful what you talk about on Facebook and, or in, in on social media where mm-hmm. queer people, young queer people, um, and even 20 years ago when I was coming up, that was so important, you know, right. to be able to look stuff up online and get get real information besides like pornographic stuff. So it's really doing a lot of harm. So I encourage people to um, to look up. Uh, shoot. Who put this together? A brief introduction to Fosta Sesta. We'll put a link in our bio. Yeah, I thought I had the because um, I had that, you know, the party the that was for. Um, where we wrote like the cards for incarcerated LGBTQ people, but we also did a lot of conversation around sex work and also like this whole bill and, and, and what it's doing and the implications of it. I just, I can't, there's not a, darn, they didn't put on here. Uh, oh, SWAP. That's what it's called. It's like the Network of Sex Workers Project, www.nswp.org. So look that up if you mm. want to continue um, if you're interested in this conversation we just <laughs> randomly yeah. had that wasn't on the docket, but I love it. You know, that's social media. It's school. We're here yes, to learn. Exactly. Stop censoring me. 
Exactly. Yes. So um, continue with that. <laughs> More changes. So we have, uh, we're going to announce today. Now it's the new year. Our big news that we're doing in a couple months. Joe, do you want to talk about it? Or Joshua and I are getting married. Oh, right. <laughs> I want to be the ring bearer. Yes. <laughs> yes. You can be awesome. the flower girl ring bearer. Yeah, both. You can yeah. be the flower girl and just, the ring bearer. Just smash that. I already have the perfect dress. It was my Halloween costume. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That, what, that I would want be that perfect. to be my dress. Hell yeah. Um, Talk to Rafa, he'll make you something. <laughs> oh gosh, um, we're gonna walk down the aisle to Hair Body Face by <laughs> by Lady Gaga, oh my uh, by Ali. Yeah, boy loves a triple threat. Exactly. <laughs> um, no, our big news um, is we are taking a field trip. Yeah. But like a real field trip. Yeah, a real cross-country <laughs> school trip. Get in the van. Yes. We're getting in the van. slips are signed and everything. Exactly. <laughs> we, had to, we had to sell candy bars to everybody to raise money mm-hmm. for yep. it. And little koosh ball animals. Yes, little koosh ball animals. <laughs> um, you know those candy bars that little kids try to sell you oh, I know. in the parking lots. Um, I always look at them and I'm like, guys, I'm allergic to chocolate, so... Unless you got a payday in there, <laughs> ain't buying what you're selling. Mm. Um, if I have cash, I just give it to him. Yeah, like, I, mean, I don't want a candy bar. That's yeah. nice of you. Look at you. Yeah. Look at you. I want something. <laughs> I want something. She works hard for her money, and she, <laughs> she wants does. a payday. I want a payday. I want a payday. Like it's I want much all to the ask paydays. Okay. These damn children. But we are taking. Um, we are taking fright school on the road. We are going to. Um, a lovely convention mm-hmm. uh, on the East Coast in March, uh, March 8th through the 10th Yep, in, Cher- in the beautiful Cherry Hill, New Jersey. Um, I have not been to uh, New Jersey. I never. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, that's not true. I did stay in Jersey. I stayed there briefly. It was we went to New York to see Madonna's um, I'm Going to Tell You a Secret. Her documentary premiered in New York and she was there. So we went to see that. Ooh. But we had to stay in New Jersey. Okay. Well, in that, well, we're, we're going to the other side of New Jersey. We're like in West New Jersey. Right, right. But I'm just saying so, that I have been there. That was a lot. I was going to say, oh, I've never been either. But that's not true. Right. I was on that other yeah. side. But anyways, <laughs> continue. So yes, we are going to Monster Mania, Mania. Con uh, 42. Three days of sheer terror. I'm looking Ooh. at monstermania.net. Uh, at the Hotel Cherry Hill or Crown Plaza Hotel, Cherry Hill, New Jersey. Um, we're going with our special friends. We're going with our special friends, uh, Horror Movie Night, and, and our new special friends, the Jersey Ghouls. Jersey Ghouls. Nice. We're going to have a little setup there. And uh, um, If Andrew from Disneydos is going to be there, I wouldn't say no to that. <laughs> but. And where can your listeners get tickets to this? On uh, monstermania.net. And I think, I, I don't know how many of our listeners are in New Jersey or <laughs> on the East Coast, yeah. but you if don't they want to fly there, I mean, yeah, please in early March. Come with us. Get in the van, kid. <laughs> yes, exactly. I'm looking forward to. It. They've actually got a really good lineup. They've got Dolph Lundgren, Christina Ricci, Nev Campbell, Ooh, wow. Meatloaf, Feruza Balk. Um, <laughs> Kathy Jimmy is Rachel True going to be there? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they're doing like a craft thing, but she's not listed. Uh, the Soska sisters. No oh, way. yeah, Yay. they're on here. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, they've that started awesome. like yeah announcing. Um, Nick Castle from Halloween is going to be there. It's uh, it's going to be awesome. There's um. Uh, no. <laughs> you just timing. get quiet for one second and he starts screaming. 
Um, but yeah, the lineup looks freaking awesome. Uh, we're going to have a great time with, uh, with, uh, the Jersey ghouls and the horror movie night folks. We're just gonna, we're still trying to figure out what we're going to do though. (laughs) Like, I mean, I just hope to record a lot and have a lot of fun. I've decided that what we're going to do is we're going to have like Joshua in like a box Mm. and, um, he'll be naked, but no one will be, he won't be able to see out, but people can see in. Oh, okay. And, and, um, yes, it's going to be, it's it's an art installation piece. Art installation. I see. Exactly. I can't wait to hear the, you know, post decompression chats. Oh Lord. Yeah. Yeah. I just hope that, you know, because we're going to have a room, like I just want to set up recording equipment, hopefully get people to come by the, you know, we'll just grab people in the hallway. You come here. I I think it'll be a lot of fun. We're strangers. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. But it'll be fun to meet people, promote the, you know, promote fright school, uh, have cool conversations with awesome people all weekend. It's going to be really fun. So that's our, that's our big news so far for this year. I feel like this is going to be really great for you. And I'm still going to be like very much the fool. Uh, <laughs> it's like if my friends try to Who take me you? to Comic-Con like I don't care about it so, yeah. <laughs> but like know enough about like the pop culture references that I'd be like okay this is this is cool but because like it. it's already happened a couple of times where we'll bring people on and it's like you like they and Joshua are just getting it like oh my god have you seen this and I'm mm-hmm. like Yay! <laughs> <laughs> but that's, that's when are we going to talk about RuPaul's yeah. Drag Race again? That is the point, you know. Um, so, we'll get to that. We'll have we'll give we'll give a minute like, to RuPaul at the end here. They're gonna give like <laughs> they're gonna do like a Gary from Bird Box and like force me to watch something. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Yesterday was so funny. Cut your eyelids off. Cut my eyelids Ooh. off and fun. Uh, yesterday was fun because like we were trying to figure out what it is we were gonna watch. Um and. I, I was trying to I was going for something new and Josh was like well let's find a classic like what about Hellraiser and I was like uh, <laughs> do you know we're, anything about Hellraiser we're gonna do I know Hellraiser. a little bit about Hellraiser okay. we're gonna do it obviously it's we have one. to yeah. yeah and plus it Clyde Barker's queer wrote and directed it's got a lot of leather in it I think there's some stuff to unpack there's some things for you <laughs> in there apparently yes uh, not quite as much as New Year New You but right <laughs> true it's very true yeah very true we um yeah, it's just because we've done several, like, new things. Well, I mean, we did Suspiria, which is a classic. But, mm-hmm. like, you know, we just done Bird Box. So, like, he was like, oh, here's another Netflix film. I'm like, ah, I don't really want to do, like, Netflix, 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 you know. And then here we are with Hulu. But it was a good choice. So, well, it's all right. Hulu's, like, coming up, though, with their yeah. Oh, yeah. choices. Oh, absolutely. Um, But, yeah, we'll, we'll try. But, yeah, it's always fun trying to find, like, you know, a movie. When it's, like, randomly, you know. Because mm-hmm. I do. I've got, like, a list now going. And... Uh, of of what we're gonna do upcoming. Joshua but, is uh, in the middle of his curriculum review, right? Yes. So you know, coming trying up with to the lesson plan for the coming next, up yes, with the, the next, the next ones that we're gonna start uh, soon. Um, but yeah. So anyway, so March eighth through tenth, Monster Mania. It's gonna be fun. Fright School on the road. Look yeah. at us. You know, one step closer to the. Whatever the dream is. I know, whatever whatever this dream is that we're trying More to figure out. More cons. I want to go to... This is just the beginning of your tour. Right, yes. exactly. We may tour somewhere else. Yes, we're working on things. Um, um, the other And events here in San Diego, we're trying to put some stuff together. And so but since, we'll talk about that. Since, you know, <laughs> as with any school trip, when you are going on tour, uh, you are also fundraising. You have to fundraise for this the tour. Mm. So you have to fundraise for the trip. So, um, with that being said... Uh, buried the lead. <laughs> I did bury the lead. This is the last thing. Uh, with, with that being said, you know, one of the things that we also have through Pinecast is we've uh, set up our tip jar. Tips. We'll work for tips. We work for tips. So if you want to, like, you know, throw some coins in our jar... Yeah. 
we are more than happy to accept uh, all of that. So the link will be in the show notes um, yeah. starting last week with our Bird Box episode. So the link's in the show notes. If you would like to, you know, pay your tuition, if you want to, <laughs> you're more than welcome to give us anything. So school fees at the beginning, you know, yeah, when school. you had to get, bring like the Kleenex and, you know, like a pack of markers and a pack of, you know, exactly. all of that. We're not asking for that. We're just asking for the couple of dollars. Exactly. You know? Cold, hard cash. Cold, yes. hard cash, which will help, yes, get us on the road and get us doing some other cool stuff and, um. We appreciate that. Exactly. <laughs> and, you know, it, your donation is not tax deductible because <laughs> we are for profit. <laughs> but, uh, there, but there is not one. I can tell. So far. <laughs> yes. This is clearly a for, for profit. Yes, we are for for profit institution. Um, <laughs> but, yes. So, please, if you feel the need, if you feel the need, if you just feel just you're feeling like, generous, if you're feeling generous, especially with tax season coming up. Exactly. You know. If you have too much money that's lying around <laughs> and you're like, away. give it away, you know, Definitely yeah. school. we two queers will take your money. Yeah. That'll be the title of this episode. Right. <laughs> we two queers will take that your money. That could be the subtitle. How about this? We'll make that because we subtitles. have subtitles now. We have all <laughs> yes. this new fangled stuff that we have to figure out. I was like showing Joshua the stuff and I was like so excited. And I'm like, Joshua, are you excited too? And it's like, yeah, but it's. Still like technology. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's just, well, we have a lot of work to do because I actually, we have to go back and listen to all the old episodes and, you know, we're updating mm-hmm. everything. So it's just like, oh man, we need, Archive. we need an intern that can just sit and listen to us all day and write every reference we make so we can put it in the comments. You need a Steven. <laughs> yes. We need a Steven. <laughs> we need young David back. Johnny. Yes. You we'll know. take anybody. Yeah. And and they too can get dollars. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> for kidding. For an intern. Nickel, this is this is an experience. For nickels, <laughs> exactly. We get two doll hairs. <laughs> for nickels on the doll hairs. <laughs> Anyways, so, so yes. yay! Lots of changes. New year, new fright school. We're continuing exactly. to build. So, but um, all right. So drag race corner, real quick before the break. Anything that you wanted to We're say? We're not nearly drunk enough yet. I know. Right. <laughs> Ashley texted me after Bird Box came out, and he was like, "Let's do a let's do a drinking game where every time Joe mentions Drag Race on Fright School, uh, we take a drink." And I'm like, "Girl, we'll be fucked up." Um, yes. Well, you know, we're like 20 minutes into the show and exactly. um, haven't brought it up once. Uh, it's only 20 minutes so far. Yeah. Go us. Yeah. <laughs> Um, what new about Drag year, Race? New year. I know, New Year, New <laughs> That's Us. That's the drinking game for this exactly. episode. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, let's let's just face it. Uh, what what did Sam Squanch say the other day? It's like, why don't we just uh, all agree that the um, the like bringing queens back is oh, no longer yeah. the biggest twist mm. <laughs> for a Drag Race? Yeah, or just you know they just don't care. <laughs> you know, I mean, mm. it's like I'm so not invested. Like I like watching because I like seeing you know the queens act and perform. And there's a lot of I love Manila Luzon, so I'm so happy that she's back. I really enjoyed seeing Latrice again. You know, so it's like I'm I'm into the queens that are on the show, but I don't care who wins at all. Mm. Like I just don't care, and yeah. I haven't cared in a long time because they get to you know they finish the show and they go off and do all kinds of cool stuff. Oh yeah, you this know, isn't like yeah, their, you know, crowning glory. Yeah, absolutely. Like, to win the show, just being a part of it is getting yeah. them enough. Experience. 
exposure to you would swear it is though you would swear it is though well i think they have to i think that i think that part of like the show is like you know they have to keep that drama up like oh you know it's all about winning but i mean some of the best queens were never winners they were people that were eliminated five or six you know days in or or episodes in you know that they're just are awesome people that can go out and and build that and we're very lucky here in san diego where this is like a hot spot for drag you know so the girls are always here Mm -hmm. so there's always an opportunity to go out and support the people that that you care about you know i'm just here for the makeup really yeah (laughs) oh yeah i love seeing that and and the costume just all of that i like all of that i've never really liked the drama when i first started watching it i tended to fast forward through a lot of it because i just didn't care yeah Yeah, i don't want to i don't want to sit and watch a bunch of grown men fight with each other you know i mean it's just not fun i I don't watch wrestling uh, (laughs) i'm not interested in that the drama you don't like wrestling right yeah you know it's like it's just really the the drama of it all the drama mean so i just would fast forward through it and just watch like the runways and the you know the the challenges um so now it's interesting because you know them deeper so they (laughs) (laughs) the the drama mean the drama mean It's like, you know, they're mean. It's ru- it's like cruel, you know, silliness. That's the title of this episode. The drama me. The drama me. Well, the <laughs> new year, new you is full of that, full of drama me. Oh, so much drama. Yeah. Anyways. Um, yeah. So Drag Race is just kind of in a place of like, whatever. Ugh. I just True. you know I enjoy watching it's fun to you know like usually we have people that come over and we watch it together and it's always fun have drinks and hang out and chat and you know watch the show and you know it's always entertaining to get you know the the squanches like personal reviews of the, of the show <laughs> um you guys should start your own you and 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 uh, Jeffrey can have your own. We'll have our own like drag RuPaul's. race. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be really great. It would review just be like a quick one that you guys put in your uh, commercial breaks here. Yeah, exactly. Same. It'll be like it'll be just two RuPaul's minutes. Corner. Exactly, yeah. literal quarter. I love it. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> that was so quick. I love yes, it. <laughs> and uh, that'll be it. It's like, okay. Anyways, all right. Well, we're gonna take a quick break and then we're gonna dive head first. Into the pool that is New Year, New You. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I like how you. D- I like how you did that. Spoiler okay. alert. That's why I don't have sex. It's not because of my face or my general attitude towards human beings. The thing is that they don't refer to any of these things as murders, which is the most amazing part. It's always referred to as a disappearance. There's fucking blood. Filling the back of a truck. That was certainly nice of me, wasn't it? Huh? Same set as Castle. <laughs> what? Is that really? No, but I would believe it, actually. That wouldn't shock me. Uh, I can't imagine that there's a ton of castles that Charles Band has at his disposal. <laughs> that frog is going to bang Roddy Piper. Nope, she's just one horny toad. <laughs> Justin Lund just screamed that he's a fucking walrus for so long. He keeps yelling cuckoo-cachoo and shit. It's weird. <laughs> Join me and Matt as we discuss some of the worst of horror every week on the Horror Movie Night Podcast. Listen at HMNPodcast.com. Hey, everybody. What's up? I'm here, too. We are the Jersey Ghouls, a horror podcast based out of the Garden State. Join us on Jersey Ghouls for Marissa's scholarly conversations. By the way, if you Google psycho female, you definitely don't get the name of the actress from Psycho. 
Join us on Jersey Ghouls for Nate's thrilling debate. Why? Why are you so resistant against because it? Because don't, don't you start. Join us on Jersey Ghouls for Jackie's love of 80s slasher movie, Topless Seat. Whoa, Jackie, this is a feminist podcast. I know. I'm a woman. And as a woman, I appreciate a nice set of jugs. Okay, but you shouldn't call them jugs. Hooters? Bazungas? Tatas? Dirty pillows? I, I like boobs, too. Can, can I call them fun bags? No! We're the Jersey Ghouls. You can find us on social media by searching Jersey Ghouls on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, SoundCloud, and iTunes. You can also find our blog and podcast on our website, jerseyghouls.com. Yeah, I love how, what is it, um, you know, my favorite murder, Georgia and uh, Karen, they have Elvis. But he seems to be very well behaved. He knows when to come in. Yeah, whereas <laughs> Hemlock just acts like a complete nutcase. He's now in the studio, so now he won't be out in, outside the door screaming. We have let him in. <laughs> but he may attack it. Anyway. He may. He yes. may hang off a microphone and scream into it. That's, <laughs> that's what he or does. Or more likely use my leg as a scratching post. Yeah, that's yeah. what or he does. more likely. He can sense your fear, yeah. Joe. I, I feel like it just, it adds like a nice <laughs> tension to the show. You, <laughs> yes. know, you never know what's going to happen. Yes. <laughs> yes. This is the high tension that we're doing. Mm-hmm. We're dealing with. Ooh, high tension. Well, we'll talk about that in an upcoming episode. All right. So uh, we are diving into, like I said, I already used that joke. I just, that was stupid. Uh, <laughs> New Year, New You. We're keeping it in. Which though. is the series, uh, the Into the Dark series that Hulu has been um, producing from Blumhouse, who has been just crushing the horror game lately. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I've enjoyed most of it. You know, Puka, we showed at... Christmas. We should have, yes. Yeah, at the scary Christmas. But we didn't get to, I feel like I didn't get to watch enough of it. I So I, I do want to go back and yeah. rewatch that. But so far, I've liked the other things that they've been doing. It, it's been really fun. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm going to be honest. This is the first of the Into Dark series that I've watched. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I've i looked at the, I mean, I was here when you did Puka, but like, you know, it, everyone was Yeah, there was talking. Yeah. There was a lot of yeah. talking. And um, the other ones I haven't, and I think I might go back and watch the others because mm-hmm. this one was very good. Yeah, they do a good job. Yes. So we'll start uh, as always, Joe. What did you think? Um, I liked it. I really liked it. It. I mean, again, it. I didn't. I, did, I like it mainly because I didn't have to watch Hellraiser. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it was. I thought it was very, very good. I thought it was. Um, I love this idea of like the holiday horror and. Picking picking films that not only take place around the holiday, but also kind of encapsulate what it is that holiday is about, and mm-hmm. and we'll talk a little bit more about about that and kind mm-hmm. of like how how I read certain things, but um, but yeah, I thought it was very I thought it was very good and very well done, and it was it was also nice to just have kind of um, to have something that wasn't entirely based on like like supernatural elements like it all took place in in a, it, it all took it was all very believable and took place in a reality oh yeah in, in like this yeah. reality because mm-hmm. like you know like with bird box it's like you know with a couple some of the things that we've seen the last couple things it's mm-hmm. all kind of taking place in you know you're kind of suspending disbelief but yeah. i could honestly believe that this is something that definitely could have happened yeah so that's what I thought. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I I like movies. I mean, obviously, we've done lots of things that are supernatural or, you know, have those sorts of elements. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do. I always love something that's based in reality and something that I can believe. Uh, listener, if you have not uh, yet seen it, the uh, premise of the story... Um, 
<laughs> is uh, these high school friends are getting back together for like a final uh, party in the house that they kind of like grew up in as friends all throughout high school. And you know, the one girl's parents own it and she's going to sell the house. And one of their friends has gone on to have like internet fame as we have now through Instagram. She's and, an Instagram influencer. Yes. She's an influencer. And she's agreed to join them, you know, cause she's so famous, but she still has time for her little besties mm-hmm. from high school. You so, Hollywood New Year's yeah. Eve parties were not tempting enough to, exactly. str- no. to pull she her just from her besties. She just yeah. didn't want to be there. She just she just could not handle being hit on by Leonardo DiCaprio one more time. Yeah, oh she couldn't. She couldn't do it. So can't. Let's How many times are we going to go into drink. that void? <laughs> let's, just, <laughs> let's just drink with our friends. I know. I just I, that's how I assume everybody talks. You know, um, oh, and with the vocal mm. fry, they're going to talk like uh. that. You know, uh, but yeah. So that's kind of the thing, and then. Um, you know, shit starts to go down. Yeah, That's what it's about. There's definitely some uh, history with the friends. Yes. And some unresolved issues. Unresolved issues. <laughs> some, some reasons yes, yes. that they don't talk as often anymore. What yes. was it? The, the official synopsis is like, they're forced to confront traumas from their past. <laughs> yes. Trauma. It's which after is, like a dozen s- bottles of champagne. Exactly. She like unpacked a whole case. I know, right? right? Yeah. But <laughs> I she like, like that started loading it in there and I was like, danger. Like, for but, four girls, right? Or five girls? No, four of them. Four, four. girls, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they no, I like that they use trauma. Because, I mean, obviously, I mean, yes, that's the word you should use. But that it just adds that, like, layer of, you know. Drama mean. <laughs> drama mean. <laughs> right. But just this language, like, the whole, you know, I mean, it starts off right away. Like, you know, because the whole, the, the uh, film starts with, like, a YouTube video that you're watching of mm-hmm. this girl, Danielle, uh, played by. Hashtag um, get well, Danielle. Get well, Danielle. <laughs> oh, my God. Should, we're gonna have to tag everything like this. This is uh, Carly Chaken. She, I know her from. I've so, seen uh, her in other stuff, uh, Mr. Robot. She's on Mr. Robot. Um, she did like this really deadpan uh, character on um, Suburgatory, uh, which was a very short-lived, but you know, uh, very short-lived comedy on um, uh, on ABC with like Jeremy Sisto and oh, Cheryl okay. Hines. Suburgatory. Yes. Um, it also had the girl who was in, um, I've never seen it, but I know that she was in the remake of The Evil Dead. So she was like the one who was possessed in the remake of The Evil Dead. What? Which which girl? Which actress? Um, I don't know her name. I'm sorry. No, she but was, I mean, which character? Uh, she was a central character in Suburgatory. Um, but but oh that, that I'm sorry. but not the girl not, not who not, not who is in okay yes oh. sorry so you've gotten way off the <laughs> I'm track. so sorry <laughs> like not okay so da- get well Danielle starts with that and right away she's talking about manifesting you know things in your life and self love mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know all of this like Instagram you are in control of your own psycho pop exactly I'm in control of my own destiny <laughs> nothing will get in the way of my uh, own desire of my own desire you know this vision v- board culture yeah, so that Pinterest, which is motivational <laughs> yeah skinny fit yeah drink your vegetables wellness oh, yeah very very vegetable that's like and what i love about that is at first i'm when they said that i'm like that is the dumbest name but then i'm like actually that's brilliant like for what they're <laughs> for like the conversation they're trying to have very very vegetable like what the fuck is that? Well, when she's like, it's like, you should have some of our, like, very, very vegetable cocktails. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? Like, gross. <laughs> it's like spinach and kale with vodka. I yeah. was like, this seems completely anti-wellness. And a mint sprig. 
Oh my god! But that's like that the this whole is so goopy goop like exactly you know. yes precisely see yes goop. It's just yeah. like you know again like we've but been. But it, it, it's not that far from literally what's actually out there. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah. It's oh all, yeah. It's they're making a parody of her being this like Instagram influencer, but there are people exactly like her. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean goop. I mean the whole Gwyneth Paltrow thing. I mean mm-hmm. this is what she reminds me of, mm-hmm. and now you know she invented yoga. <laughs> or well but she brought it to the masses i guess whatever i know yeah. right really expensive paltrow like she's yes yeah. she's very she's, you didn't know and how a much jade of an egg you can stick up your cha-cha like right. you know Ooh. Uh, but i like that um you know we've been having this ongoing conversation about the future of horror and like social justice warrior horror you mm-hmm. know like with get out um and, you know, kind of having that sort of conversation. I feel like this is right in line with that, where it's like, look, this is so like real, like culture. Like I, in 20 years, you could go back and watch this and really know that it really encapsulates exactly what our culture is like right now. Oh Absolutely. Gosh, you know, yeah. where everything revolves around like um, crazy to think about it from that perspective, too, because we all can see like the very identifiable like 90s movies mm-hmm. and like the yeah. very identifiable like. 80s and 70s like yeah when we're thinking about it while we're living in it it's kind of very weird yeah we're like that's our staple it was like oh, social media is what killed us <laughs> yeah <laughs> no absolutely <laughs> and and kind of that's exactly what happens mm-hmm. here yeah well and this is this whole idea of like curating your life mm-hmm. you know yeah. on social mm-hmm. media and on you know so you're constantly you know we're encouraged i mean that's and that's already something that's a big part of american culture anyways that's such a, like a core uh problem <laughs> with like our mental health <laughs> you know is that everything you have to be happy all the time you yeah. have to be happy all the time if you express sadness or depression like especially on social media it's like oh just perk up you're gonna be fine you Drink know it's some orange juice yeah exactly or that doesn't nobody respond you know you just kind of pass by that kind of thing and not or me i'm just you saying like, you, know. you know the heart or the sad emoji <laughs> yeah like, like and it's like oh that's showing that you're here for me great i feel so <laughs> redeemed <laughs> i'm instantly better yeah like joe's uh reaching out for somebody to offer him soup even though he had zero intention of accepting <laughs> said soup hey when i posted <laughs> that i really wanted soup but then i had soup at her house and i was like okay well then when people started offering i was like you know guys it's fine like i'm just you know no I also feel it's also it's this is probably revealing a larger truth, but like I also live like farther away from most of my friends where my most of my friends live anyway. Mm-hmm. So it's like if you were gonna come and bring me soup, like you must really love me because yeah. I live like like in the e- boonies. I like easily live twenty thirty minutes away from any of you. So, Joe, are you going through it right now? Like I feel like you might be going through it. I like, might be. Is this something we want to talk it's about? Like, am Hold I going on, through let a me change? let me get my phone so we can make sure we document. That, you know, if you feel like your Hashtag friends don't love friendship. you enough to drive to you, that's something about you, you know, and you're going to have to no like one gets control in the way that. of your own desires. <laughs> I can't even with both of you right now. I was like, I, for a moment, I was like, is Joshua really reading? I was like, is that a read? Like, what are you talking about? Uh, are you no. going through a change in your life? It's just this, <laughs> something happening to you, dear. Like, it's like pop psychobabble that we all like have now, mm-hmm. you know, manifesting. And well, l- let me ask you this: as someone who actually is like trying to be a like is a mental health professional and working in that space, like mm-hmm. what, how, how much of how much of like how much of that is like stuff that stuff that you see with regards to like pop psychobabble bullshit? Like how much of that is um, 
how much of how much of it do you like buy into but then also how much of it do you just like completely reject as like actually doing other types of harm I well I mean again I, I think it's a mix because I think social media is awesome for a lot of reasons you know especially for connecting for politics you know for confirming and reaffirming our identities you know and connecting with people from all over the world it's awesome and and you have to engage with it that way i think that we're not seeing because because of the kind of like clients i see come in they're mostly older adults who are not part of that Mm. i'm very curious to see in another 10 15 20 years people who are like 10 11 12 right now where it really matters like it matters that people like stuff and I, i think that's very scary and very dangerous yeah i obviously there's nothing wrong with encouraging people to love themselves and i mean i'm not you know, I mean, I don't believe in like God or things like that. So it's like, I, I don't think that people can pray stuff into your life. I think, you know, most things take a lot of really hard work. And I think that that's kind of the damage that this sort of this Danielle figure gives this illusion. Kind of, Well, like with Trump, like that, like if you work hard enough, you can like have as much money as I do or you could be what I am. And that's like not true. And that gives people like a false you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, like yeah, a I false sense saying. of like success or what that means. And so I think it's more that that's where it gets muddier. You know, mm-hmm. it's not enough to tell people who are suffering from severe depression to drink juice, <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's, it's, and it, that's the yeah. scary part of that, that I do think is dangerous or that your mental health is your fault because you're looking at it wrong. And, and that's the, <laughs> and that's the other thing too, is that a lot of this, a lot of these kind of like the, the health and wellness industry, what it mm-hmm. is that they're doing is um, like, they're, they're making it, they're making people feel um, like it's their fault for things that are just like, that's just how your body is like, mm-hmm. Oh, it's your, like you need to do it. You actually need to do this because if you're not in control, if you've not mastered it, then you know, you're as like you're, there's something wrong with you and mm-hmm. they're making you feel guilty about that and, and feeling less than in your own body. Right. It's something that's, I've been, I've been following a lot of like, um, like radical fat liberation, um, people oh, yeah. on Instagram mm-hmm. and like the, I, and the things that they're just posting about like how like it's okay to be fat. Not only is it okay, like your your body is great just as it is. Like there's no reason like diets are inherently harmful and mm-hmm. it's like this violence that you're committing on yourself. It's so radical that like it's like I thought that I have been exposed to almost all radical notions at this point. And I'm just like learning like, wow, this is all stuff that like the more I think about it, the more I also have to unpack it in myself, like yeah. being also like a bigger fat person too. And it's just so fascinating yeah. how it comes back to the idea of like you are being told that this is not good and that and it's your fault like it's yeah it's like it's not genetics it's mm. not predisposition it's not just your body and it's health just something that you're lacking exactly it's, and it's you and you're easy for you to just do it and fix it yeah, yeah. like no it's never yeah. <laughs> like that that surface level there was a quick scene or quick uh dialogue in the movie that i'm drawing back to with this topic is when she was talking about how she went dairy free and because she started doing all this research for somebody who reached out to her and like begged her to help with like some boils or something. I can't even yeah, yeah, on her head. Yeah. And then they were like, one of the girls was like, but she knows you're not a doctor, right? And she's <laughs> like, yeah, but she just, she was reaching out. She really wanted my help. And I mean, I cured her. It's like, did you? <laughs> well, yeah. It's right. Like, and, and that's the other thing is that there's tons of people who are like that, that yeah. there's, I mean, I mean a great <laughs> I mean a great example of someone like that is like Michelle Visage like if you talk, if you listen to RuPaul's podcast she's always talking about how like you know she has this autoimmune disease that she went to um 
this autoimmune disease that she went to uh, the doctors for, mm-hmm. and then she ended up um, she ended up like cutting, becoming like this gluten free vegan that cut out a bunch of things that like would that were always inflammatory mm-hmm. and this that, and the other, and mm-hmm. it's like drastically changed her life, and like that that could easily be true. You know, for her, for her, mm-hmm. for yeah. her. Yeah, so many other people are gonna be like, "Oh, that's got to be the magic answer, right? Exactly. That's gonna cure me too of every because I have the exact same thing, obviously, exactly. right? And the same body and mm-hmm. cellular like you know disposition exactly. as Michelle Massage, clearly. And there's you know. so much of that going on. Like more often than not, the people who are telling you like the things that you should fix in your life to get better, quote unquote, better, are not professionals, right? Right? No. Like mm-hmm. nine times out of ten, really. Yeah. Like. Where do we draw the line of like what sort of information we're trusting out there, especially on social media? Yeah, exactly. And they're helping to foster a growing anti-science, anti-medical sentiment. You know, they're they're out, you know, because I mean, I see it sometimes with people that come in, you know, they've tried different psychiatric medications and they didn't work. I'm like, well, they don't work for everybody. Um, you know, there's also this thing where a lot of like depression meds take time to work. So if you don't like start feeling better right away, people are like, Oh, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. And they stopped taking, Oh, I stopped taking it. It didn't work. Like, well, no, it takes a few weeks. Like we had a whole conversation about how it takes a few weeks, you know, and you got (laughs) to give it time. And, you know, or like I read something on television, I stopped taking my meds and you know, now I'm thinking about doing this or that. And it's like, you need to take your meds, Um, you know, or, or at least work with your doctor to get off of them. Not something on Instagram where you heard Abilify or, you know, or Seroquel was doing, it's like, no, it's, it's it's working for you though. Like it didn't work for somebody else, you know, or Suboxone is another one where, people take you know for um instead of methadone and it can do you know if you just drop it (laughs) it's more dangerous yeah yeah yeah, you get really psychotic sometimes very quickly (laughs) and so that's that's the scary thing with like those sorts of messages and like anti-vaccination oh my god yes you know i mean that has been disproven time and time again i mean that that paper has been completely rejected now like every bit of it it's like the whole thing is bs and we can keep publishing and the apa can keep saying like this is not true there's no connection there's no connection and people do not care they keep not vaccinating their children and they're getting measles and polio <laughs> you know yes. well, i don't know about polio but it's like this stuff is going to come back because you know? it's a social media trend that's out- yeah. outweighing yeah. like the brevity and the facts behind it is like yeah. no there's enough ang- you know other people screaming that it's not what you should do that you just decide that oh well they're more popular anyway so I'm just gonna exactly the that. celebrity culture that's the horror at the heart of this is this yeah. like celebrity culture and not even now celebrity culture not, like a lot of these people it doesn't even they it's not like they did anything beyond get on YouTube and suddenly become massively you know successful for some yeah. you know who knows what not saying that you know there are people that work hard I mean blah 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 all of that like you know the usual like you know caveats to that mm-hmm. but this this particular girl it's kind of like she just you know yeah has become very popular with a few like sayings and is like influencing people to yeah <laughs> and i don't know if like she knew that she was going to become that influential or yeah. maybe she secretly did and was that like you know sociopathic mm-hmm. well what's <laughs> interesting is that when so in the in the film what we end up finding out is that they basically lured Danielle to go to to right. this um, yeah. to the house in order to force her to admit to wrongdoing because um, in years prior uh, there was another girl that they had invo- that they had uh, 
that that had been invited part of their clique, part of their little clique that they that ended up committing suicide. Mm-hmm. And what kind of she bullied because her. she bullied yeah, her Danielle. into mm-hmm. basically you know wanting to end it all. And what ended up happening, um, what you end up finding out in the uh, what you end up finding out in the in the film is that like she she bullied every single person right like yeah. she she had this way of manipulating, you know, manipulating every single person in that little clique talk- and always coming out on top yeah always yeah. coming out on top so it stands to reason that like because she was had already that predisposition mm-hmm. that you know it led into this career quote unquote mm-hmm. of basically doing this kind of like soft mind like mind control bullying of like telling people actually you can be like me don't you want to be like me mm-hmm. yeah. yeah i can get you all the connections yeah just help me kill this person exactly so that we can make it out exactly and, and oh what, yeah with uh chloe with mm-hmm. chloe and what really like got me is that there's a moment <laughs> there's a moment when they're all talking about like what's going on in their lives there's a moment where i feel sorry for danielle where she like softens and she's just like yeah, you know, it's not all that it's cracked up to be or, you know, I work really hard and mm-hmm. all this stuff. I'm mm-hmm. like, it's a moment where like you see that she is so genuine mm. in that moment and that she's really vulnerable. And I really, I was like, ooh, I don't know what's going on, but now I feel like, because we're setting up, we're setting up um, Lex to be the villain. Like that's what we were doing the whole time it's leading up is that she's going to have some sort of this, altercation, this some yeah. altercation or this break that's going mm-hmm. to eventually lead to That's it. with Alexis played by Suki Waterhouse, which is a name I see all the time, but didn't really actually know who it was. So I was happy this movie yeah. cast her because I'm like, oh, that's a Suki Waterhouse. Yes. Oh. <laughs> and so what else has she been in? Uh, no, I just see her name connected to stuff. I think she's like Robert Pattinson's girlfriend or fiance or something. <laughs> okay. She's like always connected um, to these other guys. And oh. Right. I mean, I've definitely, yeah, I've seen her name. Never heard of her. Uh, she was also <laughs> Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. She was in that Material Girl, the series, TV series. I don't know what any of this is. Pusher. I don't know. But anyways, right. so she's a, but I've just seen the name because no. like Suki Waterhouse, like that's a interesting name <laughs> like just kind of stuck out so i was glad to have a face yes but anyway okay. so yes yeah, she plays alexis kind of the main girl in all of this right. who yeah. feels robbed by danielle but mm-hmm. yeah, she, she should have been because after the uh the accident or the suicide or mm-hmm. whatever it ended up being uh from the girl from high school she ended up like mangled and her face was really scarred yeah she had yeah. a big on, scar and so that's why she couldn't be an actress because she was deformed from all this so she yeah. blames what's her name yeah she um, blames danielle for not right. owning up to this responsibility and basically she's looking for she's focused in on her as like the source of all of her yeah so um, she plots of a, her pain. a revenge night on new year's eve with the other girls yeah and it goes awry yeah <laughs> yes goes way awry because yeah. danielle's ready to fight to and keep her uh, her she, influencer status she yeah. pulls out a lot of different uh tactics to make sure that she survives uh, ultimately doesn't mm-hmm. work doesn't uh, work at all oh and so oh yeah go ahead. i'm sorry when kayla <laughs> when kayla's like yeah my girlfriend like mm-hmm. i am a lesbian and then Joshua and I looked at each other and we were like, oh, she black and she a lesbian. She the first She's to die. die. <laughs> oh, I know. I, I was I like, was we're just... not going to get attached to her because she the first to die. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. That's something like I wanted to see different. Like I really wanted her to come back or something to happen. Like hit her head, but then like wake up. Yeah, because be it the is. It's just so yeah. old. And that's, you know, something. And I, you know, I don't know if they're, 
I don't know if they're trying to make a comment or not. I just like, yeah, we were both like, well, she's going to be the first to die. And then there she was Mm -hmm. (laughs) the first to die. And And that's just so obvious. Yeah. And to add to that with the uh, bigger girl, I'm sorry. I'm so bad with character names. Um, Chloe. Chloe. Um, She, they use her like vulnerability and, you know, insecurities to change sides too. So it's like, okay, well that was sort of a, obvious yeah, yeah yeah so that's melissa berglund that played chloe and then kayla played by kirby howell baptiste which is our our black lesbian mm-hmm. character who'd been a lesbian her whole life but felt bullied by danielle and so she never came, came out, out. Mm-hmm. um yeah i did there de- it did definitely fall into some of those like typical traps which is kind of leads me into the next um thing i wanted to talk about because I, I you know i like wrote all kinds of stuff down mm-hmm. as we were going and you know part of this movie kind of remind me a bit of like carrie and of um uh, a, a Takashi Miike short film or not a short film it's like an episode to imprint which is kind of they're you know about like the cruelty of women and um you know sisterhood and like that so I, I'm kind of curious if there was any besides like the social media aspect you know mm-hmm. this movie was was it written by I, it was definitely directed was by directed, directed by, by a woman. Sophia Takal, story by Adam Gaines. So again, you have a man who wrote the story, although the teleplay was by both of them, Sophia and Adam working together, but she directed it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just curious, I guess about that, like, you know, for a, a story about women and like, you know, and because of those traps, like mm-hmm. with the larger girl kind of auto- immediately becoming like, you know, yeah. deciding to turn on her other friends based on like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, I could be famous and skinny like you. Like, right. you know, I'm kind of curious what sorts of feelings came up in that. It, I, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. It, it's just super reminding me of Mean Girls, literally. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, yeah. it was just a gorier version of that because there was, there's always just the manipulation of trying to be the head girl and you see it all the time. In like any sort of high school drama or whatever it is, there's like the popular girl and then her sidekicks and how she uses the sidekicks to make herself stronger every time. Do you think, I mean, obviously you can't speak for all women, (laughs) you know, but like, do you think that's a real thing? (laughs) Like that's kind of always the curiosity, like, especially when like, when a man has written something like, is that something manufactured by a patriarchal society that women are just, um, always going to Stru- they're each just other. trapped in that like yeah. they cannot be friends you know it's always about competition or always about mm. you know who the who the queen bee is right um i mean i definitely saw it i see it in real life i think that it just kind of depends on where your perspective is coming from and where you're you want to live your best life right kind of thing <laughs> so I, I hate to say that i'm a little bit more woke and that i don't like to buy into the popular girl kind of thing because mm-hmm. i wasn't a popular girl in high school and certainly not in life either i mean i have a lot of friends <laughs> but um you're very popular I'm here not, you're popular at fright yeah. school <laughs> I, um, if there's one school you're going to be popular in, right. it's right school. Can you vote me prom queen, please? Mm, yes. Just dying for pig's blood. Yes, I was going to say, we, it does come with a bucket of pig's blood, but, you know, that's just how it is. Yes, I love it. I mean, I even see it, like, in the corporate world that I work in, too. Yeah. It's like, it, dif- it just is a dog-eat-dog kind of place sometimes, unless you find your tribe. Yeah, and so then that makes sense. I mean, yeah, I, I don't. I think that's such kind of. It's really a rhetorical question. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, because for some people it is very real and it is part of their life, and they're you know are looking at those types of movies or you know as that. Oh, that's the imprint. That's how we have to be. Mm-hmm. You know, especially in high school, which is so. You know, I mean, it's dramatic for a lot of reasons. A lot of hormones. A yeah. lot of 
lot I feel of different like people it, shoved in one place. I feel like it's interesting when when men write these kinds of stories mm-hmm. because I think it's a way for them to kind of examine how power works um, mm-hmm. and how how that kind of like how that power works because there's and I I don't know with like with like men and stories where it's men talking about power it's mm-hmm. always kind of like working it they're trying to do it like working within a system but it's not like the kind of soft power that um that women that women kind of yield quote unquote mm-hmm. where it's like there's or the idea the of, idea yeah. of the soft power where it's like you're working through influence and there's a mm-hmm. there's a finessing that is easier for um, for women to to do or yeah. like or like it's the convention is mm-hmm. I'm I'm trying not to I'm trying not to be speaking absolutes or be completely in a binary mm-hmm. but like no that's, yeah well I think it's it comes to like how a man wrote it was sort of like was a little bit you know isolating or polarizing on one side or the other and that mm-hmm. women will still be manipulative until they win kind of thing i think that can be something that's just sort of yeah. seen from the other side of the fence is that it's not usually how it is yeah like the the <clears throat> the movie right now that everyone's getting that's getting all this buzz and it's supposed to be the like best the best political drama of the last 10 years is the favorite mm. because yeah. it it's all you know court politics is always one of my favorite uh court intrigue court politics is always something that i interests me and like anything to do with like mean girls or anything like that like that mm-hmm that's always interesting to me because there's a certain el- there's a certain political language and a political game that's being played mm-hmm. and so even Stressed. exactly mm-hmm. and even with like the favorite like it's this exa- it's a comedy but it's also this examination of that kind of politics of that kind of court politics mm. um, yeah. yeah well and it's always interesting like well you know going back like Carrie you know written by Stephen King and very famously you know adapted and directed to the screen by Brian De Palma you know it's kind of like men we kind of were talking a little bit about this yesterday because I think even within queer circles, queer men, whatever, that does not equate to the experience of womanhood, Mm -hmm. uh, you know? And I do think that there is like this very real kind of sisterhood amongst women in a way Mm -hmm. that men don't have, no matter if you're queer or not, like, Mm -hmm. like the same sort of experience of like those connections. And I don't know, maybe without all the binaries and without all the gender politics, we would all just be the way we are, but there's a very real attack on women in our society. So I think there's like this bond amongst women. That's a little different. There's a more of an understanding of like, we share this experience. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. That men, I don't think exactly have. So I think these kinds of stories, it's like a way for men to, to guess at that. Yeah. You know, it's writing about like the secret, world of women trying mm-hmm. to understand how that works yeah, yeah. and getting it wrong yeah sometimes, you know, or even, right, like, you know <laughs> I mean. even if you take so if you take the like the male the male equivalent of sisterhood so brotherhood mm-hmm. even brotherhood is not necessarily about inclusion it's about closing ranks and holding mm-hmm. and, i think so and, yeah. and power less intimacy less intimacy but like mm-hmm. consolidating and isolating your power uh, and keeping it exclusive among this i mean we talked about this in byzantium yeah. like byzantium like their whole thing was that like no women and we keep it only among the people that we've invited yeah whereas because like, we already have the power because we already have the power and we want to keep it not only want to keep it we want to keep it pure and because we know how to be the stewards of that particular power whereas like sisterhood is defined by the idea that like you have to you have there are ways for you to kind of negotiate and find power mm-hmm. without 
um, that's when you collaborative. that's collaborative yeah. when yeah. you have none. It's that empowered women empower women. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Um, but I think there's always going to be the people in there that don't come at it from that perspective or that mm-hmm. intention. So absolutely, that's why we have horror, right? Well, yeah, people who don't want you to succeed, mm-hmm, no matter mm-hmm. where they're, you know, what they identify as. Absolutely. I think that contextualizes like this particular film in this particular time when we are when like, I mean, not that we're not always talking about power, but right now we're seeing massive shifts. You know, we're Mm -hmm. seeing a lot more women in Congress, a lot of terrible women in Congress, (laughs) you know, I mean, just because, you know, I mean, that's the thing. Like people keep going, oh, you know, we've got all these women now. It's like, yeah, but like plenty of them have shitty politics, too. Like, you know, it's like, yeah, you you know, we want people to be whatever in in, in power, but we want good people who are going to, you know, not vote by religion or you know or things like that you know so i I think we're having these massive discussions and and along with that everything's getting you know um trickled down through like social media we're getting our news from facebook and like a headline or a clip you know Mm -hmm. and it you know which i think is really fascinating when (laughs) you're like you somebody shares an article that's like about something that could or might happen or something we're discussing. And immediately our reaction is this is happening right now. Everything is on fire. (laughs) And it's like, no, but this is just some random thing Trump said that has nothing to do with an actual real bill, but it keeps us distracted. And like social media plays a big part in that of Mm. of continuously making us feel like we're more divided and that we're less powerful than we are. And we're living in a time though, where we're seeing that, no, we, there's a lot of power out mm-hmm. there and a lot of stuff I think is shifting and changing slowly. And I am very scared for backlash. Like, mm-hmm. cause that's all, you know, you always see, there's always this push the pendulum and swings. pull. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's very exciting. I think we're living in a really exciting time. And I think this movie for being, it's not something that was made 10 years from now, looking at this time period, it's like how it was written right now. And I think it's kind mm-hmm. of, for better or worse, like a really good, conversation about where we're at with politics even yeah. though it's a movie about four girls who are fighting to the death over Instagram back to um, a little bit what we were talking about with people in the sex industry yeah and uh, when they were doing like the she's like hey I'm here with my besties and we're gonna talk about our resolutions and the one girl starts to get a little bit political and talk about you know issues in the world. And she's like, wait, no, that's not part of my image. It's going to isolate people yeah. who don't feel the same way. Yeah, let's start I think over. there's so <laughs> much of that that we don't yeah. even understand half of where you know people in the public eye are are censored by their PR companies oh, because they can't absolutely. choose a side because it's going to lose half of their fandom. You know? Yeah, yeah, no, that's and very good point. And we're living in a time where it goes it goes either way, mm-hmm. where it's like people. Like people are either really popular because of their apoliticism, right, or they're really popular because they are very political. Mm-hmm. And yeah. the two case in, case in point, two people you have Taylor Swift, who mm-hmm. for a long time like said nothing about any of her politics, yeah, didn't support you know one way or the other. People tried to guess at it, and then you have someone like Alexandria Ocasio Cortez, mm-hmm. yeah. who like is very plain, very upfront about what it is that who she is, what it is that she stands for, and like equal and. Then and both have like that kind of cachet. So it's like yeah. you have to balance at the end you of the super day. You have to balance. Exactly. It becomes a it becomes a moral it becomes a moral question for yourself. Mm-hmm. Like are you going to be someone who is apolitical because you're just so afraid that you're going to lose people instead right. of thinking about who it is that you're the going to get. The quality of the people that you are subscribing, right? Exactly. Yeah. 
Um, or is it just that you want to have the max amount of numbers because that's what makes you money and sells ads? Exactly. Absolutely. And then eventually it comes down to like, you know, cishet capitalist patriarchy where, mm-hmm. you know, you have this where it's about volume and numbers and making money. And even though you think that you're, you're saving people, helping people, mm-hmm. like at the end of the day, you're also building yourself up to have all of these things, whether or not. And that's the other thing is that whether or not you actually have like the money to do and like you want the money, it's not about it. Like when Danielle was like, I'm going to have a TV show. I'm going to have this. I'm going to have right. that. It was like, it's not necessarily about money. It's like, she wants that kind of notoriety. Yeah. Right. I did. I really like that moment. It was just really quick. I was hoping that they would kind of explore it a little bit more, but I like that it was there about like feminism and capitalism and how yeah. they're incompatible. That's which, me too. Yeah. Which is, you know, been an ongoing conversation in feminism, you know, especially with like second wave, third wave, whatever wave we're in now, you know, of, of like access to power, access to wealth and how capitalism, you know, keeps all of us oppressed, you know? Mm. So can you truly be like a hardcore feminist or mm-hmm. activist at all when engaging in a, in a, you know, a white supremacist, capitalist, yeah. heteropatriarchy. It's like, do you, do you have the right tools for the fight? You know? Yeah, exactly. So I just thought that was kind of a, a, a cool little moment that I'm like, wow, that also encapsulates exactly where we are in discussing yeah. where feminism is. I and think where... the, the quote was something like not just because it has a woman involved doesn't mean it's inherently feminist. Exactly. Which yeah. was kind of my point with saying with like the Congress or like however many women we have in positions of power it's like hey wonderful but if they still are totally for like the system we're in they're not going to really help <laughs> us all that much are you know? controlled by men behind the scenes yeah exactly not, or you know you know or whatever it's like you know it, it doesn't matter like you can have as many women in congress as you want if they're all racist white women like or well the, that doesn't bode well yeah, for a lot of us corporations <laughs> are going to throw more money yeah. at them or exactly. what they're yeah. gonna we're all susceptible back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just, you know, I mean, and Never obviously was. I'm 100% for more diversity and more of everybody in mm-hmm. power, but I'm just saying that, you know, we can have as much diversity and power as we want if it's still terrible, <laughs> selfishly focused power or mm. money, you know, focused on capitalistic I- idealization, then yeah, we're still going to stay exactly where we are. Um, one other thing, there was one other thing that I forgot. And already left. It's out of your brain. Oh, I did find it. I found it very cynical. I wanted to talk about the ending. Uh, did you have something though? You I have something before? before the ending. Okay. So ahead. one thing that I want to talk about is that you know, so with Into the Dark, it's all about you know centered. They're centered around the holidays, and mm-hmm. we're talking about like. Um, not having seen any of the other ones yet or like really watched them, you know, when you're talking about New Year's Eve, it's definitely this idea of like, you know, change and all of that stuff. And, and living your best life. Exactly. Living the best life. Hashtag (laughs) New Year, New You, right? Um, (laughs) One thing that like of the people who I've been following on Instagram, these like, you know, radical fat liberation, fat activists, it's like right around the the new year, it was, they went into overdrive posting all of these like really, these reminder messages to people where because it's like they said this particular time of year is hard for people who are of size like they're it's hard for them because it's like you're constantly bombarded with these messages of how your body is wrong like your body is wrong you are wrong and it's your fault and this is what you can do to change it Mm -hmm. instead of like just accepting it who it is for and so like I, for some reason, like really related to a lot of the positive messages that they were talking about. So I'm like, oh, okay, this is like, I, this is something that I never thought before. And it's like, if you want to go for, if you want to go for a walk every day because you feel like you want to go for a walk every day, that's great. But you also shouldn't have to feel that like you need to go for a walk every day because someone is saying, oh, you know, now this, that, and the other, whatever, whatever, diet culture is bad. Mm-hmm. Right. Undo all of it. Mm-hmm. So they, so one of the interesting characters in here is Chloe because Chloe, you know, being this plus size woman who 
obviously is like you know she's she's not she's out of all three of all four of them she's probably the one who feels like she has it the worst out of all of them because she's still living at home her mom is sick she doesn't have a job or a like, boyfriend her or a boyfriend like you know there's these things that like she feels that she needs to have and that she puts like these this for value on yeah. exactly for this validation <laughs> and so what's interesting is that when the turn happens where they when um when the turn happens and Alexis goes and like you know they tie her to the chair and all yeah. that stuff and Chloe on her face Chloe's all in mm-hmm. Chloe's all in like yes this is exactly what we're gonna do I yeah it, it she's the center of you are the center of all of this and yeah, then of our pain of our pain and then the moment they left her alone I was like oh this is not good because mm-hmm. then you have like you know Grima Wormtongue Danielle coming in here saying all of these different messages trying to get her to like come over to the side and in that moment I kind of equated it my reading of it um, and this might be just going really deep into it but my reading of it is like in that moment Danielle becomes like the physical manifestation of like the promise of the new year yeah and like here is this plus size woman who's like I see all of that I want all of it here let me completely ruin my life now and literally and it leads to her literal undoing she killed yeah. someone and she yeah she she killed someone but not only did she kill someone she ends up getting killed yeah. by the by what it is that was you know promised to her mm-hmm. and it's like it's just so interesting because like i thought it was like this 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 complete manifestation about how um how like fat people are willing to destroy themselves for a chance at achieving this kind of aesthetic beauty because yeah. all that really comes down to is like aesthetics like mm-hmm. it comes down to right like you know because you like there's plenty of healthy people who have like plus size who are like plus living in plus size bodies but what it comes down to is like this aesthetic so she's like yeah she you know like what's the optics the optics <laughs> and like, what, what's the um what's the the phrase it's like you know nothing stands in the way of, of your, your me desires. and my desires yeah. And, yeah. and it's just like it becomes this you know it's so weird how to that how it kind of looks like this mind control that we're that we're watching but yeah. it's also it was this weird yeah. sort of like cycle of abuse like almost towards mm-hmm. her own self which she might have already lived through a few yeah. times but it, she was like so unhappy with her surroundings and the way that her life was going that she wanted to bring somebody else down too yeah mm-hmm. and then as soon as that person you know comes to them and says well you don't have to bring me down i'll bring you up here with me yeah. and it's gonna be great then she's like okay i'll do whatever it takes like she was gonna do whatever it takes to bring somebody down but as soon as she got the opportunity to advance she was also gonna do whatever it takes yeah right um so it just like was a weird sort of and Which it, is a comment on like second wave feminism, the idea of like white women ac- getting access to power. They did not immediately reach out to black women and like bring them up with them. Then it was like, no, I'm just like the males. Yeah. Now I have access to power like men do, and I'm going to wield it the mm. way men have always wielded it. That's like one of the fundamental um, yeah. conversations around like what it, you know, the second wave of feminism and. And like it just bothers me because like Chloe does have I mean that's one thing that Danielle does get it right is like there is a lot of things that Chloe does have that's working for her that she's just not focusing on right mm-hmm. I mean like she has this like she's obviously very sexually liberated liberated and she had that like, yeah that whole moment about that, the three or uh, not really a threesome what uh, she call it um, uh, taking, the, turns. taking taking turns, turns. <laughs> that yes. whole moment there where it's like you know she's very obviously very motivated and very like and she's uh, op- she's opinionated and very um, mm-hmm. outspoken and she's willing she's to 
she's funny. She's funny and 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 the thing is too is that like f- the humor thing is always like a, is is always a problematic thing, especially when it comes from like a larger character when it's right. like you know larger bodies have always been like met with ire and like threats. So it's like in order for other people to make other people feel comfortable, they've had to be funny so that way it disarms right. people mm-hmm. and or like, larger in other ways or li- exactly wise, larger yeah. in personality mm-hmm. or you know and that's the so that's an interesting aspect of it but like she does have things that are really going for her mm-hmm. and um it's just so interesting how it gets just completely exploited and yeah. leads to her undoing Absolutely. when if she just if she just trusted and thought for herself and right. didn't buy into it so no absolutely yeah. that's what i wanted to say about <laughs> no i love that's but a great all the time. that's a great yeah movie. not even seeing their own worth yeah exactly mm-hmm. yeah exactly um so just to wrap up here um gosh where are we at <laughs> uh the ending i think um yeah so the film itself i thought <laughs> is pretty cynical you know yeah, like yeah. throughout so part of me kind of like with get out in watching it i like the ending that it has obviously because I, I like that it was a s- surprise that he mm-hmm. got out and you know was able to you know leave this behind but you do expect him to be arrested and to have that kind of cynical sort of feel the same thing here like i kept expecting like i was really surprised that danielle died because i really thought that that's where it was gonna go was she was going to just come out on top and yeah. the next scene would be like her just continuing on like oh i was part you know this horrible thing happened to me and exploiting that further mm-hmm. like that i was part of this horrific massacre and i almost died you know like i thought that's kind of where it was going to just add to the overall cynicism of the whole movie yeah, that, mm-hmm. um, so i mean it, it was fine the way it ended with like alexis like getting you know obviously taking her turn. hysterical like and being like mm-hmm. yeah so we're here to teach self-defense like, we're gonna make your own pepper spray, <laughs> DIY pepper spray. <laughs> which i thought was hilarious and, and very cynical as well but mm-hmm. i was just curious what people thought like how it was gonna end versus how it did before we wrap up I I I thought it was still I personally when it comes to anything related to revenge like any revenge movie I do love it when um when the person who is seeking retribution and seeking satisfaction eventually does get it yeah. it's just one of those things where it's like you got it but also at what cost at like what, yeah exactly mm-hmm. so uh, the cost is you lost your best friends you lost your best friends mm-hmm. you you now have become you've also now become what it is that you yeah. were like awful but you're doing you've you know you see yourself long and like what is it that that line from dark knight it's like you either you live either long enough to, to see yourself become the villain die a hero or you live die a hero or live long enough yeah, to become like the that. villain and yeah. that's exactly what happened here is that like she is now perpetuating it but it but like you want to believe that oh no i'm not gonna be like danielle i won't take advantage of people like that but you're taking advantage of like a public as you may not be doing in private but you are taking advantage of it in public and you know you you are just as bad if not worse because you know what it's like to be um to be exploited and to have had negative effects yeah um, Absolutely. So yeah. it does. It adds a whole other level of cynicism. There, yeah, she didn't really learn from it. Her whole goal, exactly, was to take her place. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't have much more to say than that. All right. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Overall, I really, I did really enjoy it. Um, I wish that this had been something that had been developed larger. You know, because I think it, you know, this could have been, you know, a bigger budget and 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 been a, a film film out. Mm-hmm. You know, there. Although I don't know nowadays with, I mean, Hulu is so. 
insidious like Netflix yeah, and Amazon it. Prime. So maybe more people get the opportunity to see it in, on that platform than if it had been a, a movie. We're still kind of, you know, it's going to be interesting over the next few years to see how that, you know, because the whole Netflix, the bird box thing of talking yeah. about like how many actually saw it and versus like, does that equate to movie tickets of people actually walking out and buying, you know, a movie ticket right. and seeing a film. So it'll be interesting to see because everything's going to be so accessible now. Yeah. Um, and there's no real like rules or guidelines about like the age groups that are going to be able to watch these things too. Yeah. yeah. So I'm just interested to see, you know, I'd like to, you know, sit back and watch this again in, in a year or two and see, you know, how it still resonates. Because right now I just felt it was very, very relevant to like what's going on in our culture and where we're sort of at. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah. So in the end, I'm glad that we chose it. You know, yeah. <laughs> I'm glad that you talked me into it because I was really like, well, well it, I want. I yeah. just wanted. To, it was kind of rainy, and I was like, oh, I want to watch something classic. You know, I want to watch something old and mm. that has that '80s '90s filter. You know, look. But you but know what, Joshua? New year, new movies. Right. Yeah. New you. Yeah, but but you know, you still minute. need. You still got an yeah. education to have minute. happen here. It, it, that's true. You still got giant holes in your in your education, so we got to fill them in. <laughs> yes. Yes. Hellraiser is coming. Uh, all right. So again, thank you so much for listening. Check us out. What's the podcast? The Pinecast. Um, if you've been listening to us on like your podcatcher, you can still do that as well. Um, again, the link to our website is going to be in the show notes. Okay. The link to our tip jar for right. you to submit your donation and tuition payments is, right. is located in cool. our show notes as well. Fright school fees. So Are your fright school fees <laughs> continue on the the pay road? Your dues. Here. <laughs> yes, pay your dues. Pay your dues. Um. Yeah, you know, follow us at Fright School on all the stuff. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, we will see you again very, very soon. Thank you, Ashley, for coming on again. We love Aww. when you come on. Thank you, guys. Share your wisdom. Such a spontaneous <laughs> one this time. I know. I was like, can you do it? Yay. I'm watching the movie right now. Yes. <laughs> uh, it's been great. Joe, as always, good times. Thanks, Joshua. <laughs> I noticed that you did not offer to bring me soup. I, I didn't offer to bring you soup. I don't drive. I could, <laughs> but I guess I could have Ubered some to you. You could have sent some to me, some Grubhubbed soup. it, you know. Yeah, yeah. Postmate. You could have postmated me some soup. Yeah, yeah. Oh, get well. your own damn soup. I'm a bad person. <laughs> uh, and with that, you are in control of your own destiny, <laughs> Joe. Yes. <laughs> Nothing stands in the way between me and my desires, <laughs> like soup. All right. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. <laughs> Fright School is produced by Joshua Napier and Joe Farron. Our intro was edited by Davy Boy Productions. Our logo was designed by Jamie Channel Guzman. Episodes are edited and engineered by Joe Farron. Fright School is produced in terrifyingly beautiful San Diego, California. listening to the Geekscape Network.